0: Hello, I'm Tash and you're listening to episode 234 of Chat Disney. Hello, I'm Tash and you're listening to episode 234 of Chat Disney. Welcome back to another episode of the Chat Disney Podcast, and this week I'm delighted to be joined by a very special friend and fellow Disney enthusiast, Laura, as we talk all about the countries that we would love to see added to Epcot's World Showcase. But before I get into that, let's have a quick look at what has been happening in the world of Disney this week. So kicking off with the OG park this week, and we have some news from Disneyland and really, really exciting news, actually. The grounds of the Haunted Mansion will be expanding in 2024 with a more enhanced immersive theming. And this includes a brand new Madame Leota merchandise shop, which a lot of people online are getting very, very excited about. Madame Leota is, of of course, iconic for the Haunted Mansion and she's not seen enough, I don't think, outside of the attraction itself, so it's amazing that she's actually getting a whole merchandise shop. There is also going to be enhancements to the area in front of Tiana's Palace, um, with a new park-like setting where you can sit and you can watch live entertainment, listen to live music, sounds really, really nice. And constructions for both of these begins in January 2024, so I'm really hoping that they are finished by August 2024 heading over to Walt Disney World for some news today as well and some new photos and video footage has been released of Moana's journey of water now we know this is a walkthrough attraction we've known that for a little while we know there is a huge um like grass model of Tahiti um but that's all we know so far the videos and the photos don't spoil too much we just see things like running water and the outside of the attraction so yeah lots still to come on that one and last week disney actually changed its cancellation policies and offered discounts on their hotels to evacuees and current guests who were being forced to extend their stays due to hurricane idalia another hurricane in florida Walt Disney World wasn't in the direct path of Hurricane Idalia, but obviously they know to take precautions in things like this because they can still be affected by the heavy winds and rainfall. And wait times in the park were actually really low last week due to people leaving early or cancelling their trips. Heading over to our local park, Disneyland Paris, and... Very, very excitingly, finally, they have announced that the Disneyland Hotel will be reopening in the first quarter of 2024. It's been closed for quite a while now, I want to say a good couple of years, um, as they have been giving it a major update and facelift. Um, the exact date of opening is yet to be confirmed still, but bookings for the hotel will be opening on the 12th of September. So, many more details are expected to become clear then, and I'm sure we will be talking about this again on the news once we have more information. And the Disney 100 one-day celebration will be taking place in Disneyland Paris on October the 16th. Now, this was announced a little while ago, but exact details for it are still rather unclear. All that they have said so far is that Disneyland Paris will celebrate this historic milestone in an exceptional way by treating its guests to a unique entertainment lineup, and exclusive Disney experiences on the day Disney blows out its 100 candles. Sounds special, sounds very intriguing, I can't wait to hear more about this, I don't know if we will get any more details unveiled before it or it will just have to be a wait and see once the event has passed. And finally, finishing today with a little bit of Marvel news. And a new trailer was released last week for The Marvels, which is coming to theatres in November. I did contemplate doing a live trailer reaction to this, but seeing as I know absolutely nothing about Marvels, I decided not to. I could have done a a dummy's guide, um, but I would have no one there leading me and teaching me about the Marvies. So Marvel, Marvies, can't even say their name. Marvels, so that idea kind of fell flat. But um, yeah, that's everything that has been happening in the world of Disney this week. We're now going to move on to the main part of the episode, talking all about the countries we'd love to see in Epcot's World Showcase. (laughs) joining me today i have my lovely friend and co-host laura laura welcome back to chat disney hi thank you for having me again so you've been on the podcast a couple of times before you were one of our very first guests to do ohana way back when in 2019 when chat disney first started <laughs> and then you helped mercedes out last year earlier this year whenever Lightyear came out last, yeah i think it was like
1: last summer wasn't it yeah
0: I think it's so, kind yeah. of an
1: indication to what we thought of the film that we can't remember when it came out, isn't it? Oh, exactly. really?
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and you're an avid Chat Disney listener as well. I would say well, you are absolutely no stranger to this podcast. <laughs> um, but for those of you who maybe are new to the show and haven't listened to our previous episodes. Laura is a good friend of Mercedes from university, that's where they first met, and then Mercedes introduced me to Laura when we went on our trip to Disneyland Paris just before the pandemic in 2020, and because, you know, she's a fellow Disney fan, we connected and hit it off straight away, so yeah, yeah, that pretty much sums things up.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we just got another Disney trip pending, we need to get another one booked soon, we do, September. but you have I'm another trip coming up very I soon, do. right? I do, yes, I'm, um, I've, I'm very lucky this year, I've um, got family over in LA, and I was there in March for one cousin's wedding, and I'm now there again in the end of September for another cousin's wedding, so um, it would be rude to go to LA and not go to Anaheim, right, so I'm just doing my duty. And <laughs> Am I right in thinking you're doing Mickey is not so scary? Uh, well, Mickey's not what so is scary, the, as the, uh, Orlando. but yeah, we've got the Oogie Boogie Bash. We managed to get tickets for the Oogie Boogie Bash. Um, we managed to get it in the first horrific um, release of tickets. Um, and I was in the queue for hours and hours and hours. And then um, I, um, I actually have connected with somebody on Instagram called Travelling Red Balloon. And she's a travel agent, Disney travel agent. Um, so actually, it's been really easy just getting her to book tickets and stuff for us because she's in the right... Um, time zone for it and bless her they don't get commission or anything for um the after hours events so they don't tend to do it but she was like you know what I'm just going to jump on and try for you and miraculously she managed to get in and get them um and I'd been in the queue for five hours <laughs> so yeah just honestly it was absolute chaos and I was part of this Facebook group where they were all talking about how you know they weren't getting in and it was just luck of the draw of if you happen to be let in or not there was no rhyme or reason to it so I really feel for a lot of people who haven't got tickets, but so I'm really excited. And then they've just done the announcement that um, they've done like a teaser for new villains, and um, the villain from Who Framed Roger Rabbit is one of them. That's exciting! All oh, right, how, uh, I love a niche character. Popping <laughs> yes. up. I was like, this is going to be. How are they going to do that? That's going to be amazing. So, yeah, I'll um I'll be sure to report back to you guys and take lots of pictures for you to post and everything. Um I've got my list of snacks. You know is the most important thing is what food you want to try um, but they've also got a um cocoa special
0: on while i'm out there so they've got some special cocoa treats um yeah <laughs> nice that sounds incredible well maybe we'll have to get you back on to do our halloween special this year and talk anytime, all about it, anytime. <laughs> so today as i said in the introduction we are going to do kind of like an elevated beta pitch this is something that mercedes and i did a good few years ago now, I think, on the podcast, and we came up with proposals for three different rides or attractions that we wanted to see in the parks. We also did it I think it was last year when we did the Chat Disney Food and Wine Month and we came up with three restaurants or dining options that we would want to see in the Disney parks and today I have to actually give credit to Laura because this was Laura's suggestion (laughs) but we are going to go through the countries that we would like seen added to the World Showcase in Epcot at Walt Disney World. So I'm very excited to get into this. I like doing an episode where we allow our creativity to get flowing. So Laura, as our guest, do you want to kick us off?
1: Yeah, I have an order that I'm gonna do these in actually, because I've got one that I'm really impassioned about and I like if anyone from Disney is listening, take it and do it, please. But I'm gonna save that one till last because it's my most yeah, my, the one I'm most excited about. Um so I'm gonna kick it off with a niche one. me and I'm going to say we need an Atlantis
0: Um,
1: so I don't know if people are familiar with um, Epcot there is an amazing aquarium in there and they've got kind of a bit of a Finding Nemo theme going on with it obviously but I just feel like um, in Disneyland Paris there's this amazing area near Pirates of the Caribbean where they have this cave that you can go and explore and I feel like there's so much they could do with Atlantis and it's kind of an unsung hero for them but they've kind of got the underwater section already set up And I just thought it'd be really cool if they then had this cave area with all the crystals and stuff growing in it. And you could have that area that people don't have to queue for. You can hide from the rain. You can, you know, get in there and see all these really cool different effects and learn about kind of the cultures and the legends through it. And then it can end in this amazing under the sea thing where you're in Atlantis. Um, They've got the restaurant in there already. They could easily turn that into an Atlantis theme. And I just think the costuming and everything is there for them. It would be an amazing theme to have.
0: Oh, I like this. This is one I didn't see coming as well, because it's not sort of like your typical thing that you would think of. Okay, great. yeah, I, I like this. Have you thought about like what kind of food would be on offer in Atlantis? Yeah, so I I at first
1: I was like seafood, 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 and I was like you know you have sushi and things like that. But then obviously we've got the Japan um, area, so I don't I wouldn't want to cross it over. But I think it would have to be fresh seafood, right? Like you'd have to have like I mean it might be more of the kind of expensive side of things, but maybe that's where you have your kind of lobster, crab, like you know the special shellfish side of things, or maybe you do like tuna steaks and the healthier fish that people don't always get around. Um, you know, you could maybe go down a bit of a Hawaiian theme, like have mahi tuna, things like that, but I mean seafood would be the obvious option, wouldn't it? Um I was trying to remember the film and I'm sure there's some like specific things that they eat in the film that maybe they could replicate for like special desserts and things like that as well. Um, but yeah, I think and they could do like really cute cupcakes and cakes and have a patisserie that's got like an under the
0: sea theme as well, couldn't they? yeah like like a really nice like blue icing and those like pearly kind of things to kind of create that yeah
1: yeah and they could have like you know those um stirrer sticks that you get for coffee they could make them out of the crystals that they have and the merchandise is there you know they could have like a handmade jewelry shop they could you know have some really niche items that are more adult themed in there because there's a lot of really pretty stuff that you see in that film that i think would make really cute merchandise and again you just don't see any of this stuff around in the parks so yeah I think it'd be a really cool idea
0: definitely and I love the idea of like the originality of kind of creating it in this inside area so it's somewhere that's completely undercover and obviously you know it is very funny in Florida but they do get those horrific you know storms and hurricanes and things so it would be really beneficial I think to have an undercover area like that yeah, so I really, I really like that. This was not one that I expected to to come up on on today's list. So um, good. I'm excited to see what you've got for the rest of your choices now, Laura. So I'm gonna go in with my first one, and I feel like this one could potentially be a crossover with you. I don't know, um, but I have gone for a Caribbean pavilion, um, and I know the Caribbean isn't you know a specific country; it's a collective collection of islands. So I guess if you wanted to be more specific than we could go for something like Jamaica Um, but I just think this is something that is really missing within the pavilion you know they've got that really kind of colourful way of life which could come across in the architecture and the costuming I would love to have the cast members in kind of like the traditional dress that you see in you know in like um cool runnings you know, like those like, skirts and shorts, loads of bold colours, yeah. bold patterns, headscarves. I can just imagine that it would be really, really vibrant as a kind of like the main attraction there. You would have like a steel drum band playing like Caribbean tunes. You could even have them doing some kind of Caribbean renditions of classic Disney movies. I would just love to absolutely, like absolutely love to hear that. I would love to set it up again we're using our imagination here so setting and 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 everything doesn't doesn't matter there is no kind of right or wrong way to do this but i would love to base this around a beach so you would have like a big sandy area right? i think that would be great for kids to kind of go and have a run about and stretch their legs and play and that would be attached to kind of like a proper um caribbean bar that would sell cocktails that would be very heavily rum-based, so rum punches, Moscow mules, things like that. I just absolutely love a rum cocktail. So I think this one would be really, really appealing to the adults. If you wanted to tie in some IP, you could, of course, tie in Pirates of the Caribbean. So you could have things like Jack Sparrow's Rum Punch, or especially with the new live-action Little Mermaid, which is very heavily, it's very obvious that it is set in the Caribbean. You could tie that in some, some way as well. Jamaican food, obviously, and the Caribbean food is very heavily meat based. Which, obviously, you know, I'm a vegetarian, so I think it would be a really good opportunity to be really original and get creative and turn some of these kind of classic Caribbean dishes into veggie things. I mean, I know things like jerk chicken and curried goat is really big in places like Jamaica in particular. And yeah. um, <laughs> nice stuff like that. As well, like yeah. you've got some good, yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, I'd love to see like some jerk tofu or something would be really really cool um again a big caribbean market could kind of be at the centerfold with lots of street food on offer um lots of merchandise fresh fruit i think there's not enough of that in in disney world so yeah this is something that i would really also like to see um in terms of other ip of course i think when you think of jamaica in particular one of the biggest movies is cool runnings which isn't necessarily that current now but i think you know you and i are are kids of the 90s this is a big movie for us um so you could tie this in somehow what i was thinking is instead of having like a big attraction you could have almost like a vr thing kind of like the sort of thing that you would maybe find in an arcade and you could have several different types of them so you'd have a vr headset and then you could race against someone else and on like a jamaican bobsled and in the VR, you would see a yeah. Caribbean backdrop all around you. And it would be a that. So, yeah, something a little bit different, again, rather than making some, like, big simulator ride. Um, because I think, you know, cool running is, as much as I love it. And I think it is very nostalgic for a lot of people. It isn't that current for a lot of people that would be going. So... <laughs> I don't think I would necessarily build some massive attraction there. It'd kind of just be like a little extra there. So yeah, this is something that I would really, really love to see in the world showcase. So I'm going
1: to change my order around because you were correct. I also have Jamaica as one of mine and it was exactly because of cool runnings. Um, So I just, I completely agree. I just think that the Caribbean, it's so obvious and I don't know why they didn't do it in the first place. Like, the food is incredible. The atmosphere is incredible. The music is incredible. Um, so I, yeah, I pretty much thought exactly the same thing, but I did say have a massive attraction because I thought they could place it next to Canada. And I thought they could have going on a bobsled from Jamaica into Canada and you finish up the ride in Canada. Yes. Um, and I, you know, and I thought, you know, it'd be a bit like the Matterhorn, but update an updated version of the Matterhorn where you don't break your neck. Um, and <laughs> so yeah, um, so, yeah I just always thought that Cool Runnings cool Runnings is always my go to film when someone says they don't like Disney um, so whenever anyone says oh I don't like Disney I'm like "All oh, right, do you not like Cool Runnings and they're like yeah I love that film I've never met anybody and even when people watch it now I think it's just aged really well and people still like find the characters really funny and I think it's one of those ones that like the comedy hasn't died from it um, you know, like my dad's. Like, if I've not spoken to him for a couple of days, he'll just text me going "Sanka?" Question mark. You know, like there's. It's just one of those films that I just think never gets enough recognition, and um, so many people don't realize it is a Disney film and not an acquired Disney film. It's a Disney film. Um, so yeah, I also have Jamaica, um, and I love that you thought that too. Um, and I thought, you know, like you could have stalls where you get things like the fresh sugar cane. Um, yeah. so you can just have those things that you can kind of like and the really refreshing drinks as well um and it'd be a really good area kind of like your tropical fruit and things like that and again kind of a, a healthier option um because caribbean food is actually quite healthy as well um so yeah exactly what you said though like the music the costuming everything is just it's there for them
0: yeah i love this i hadn't even thought about putting it next to canada i love the idea of having. Um, and, and country added that kind of ties two together and an attraction that does that so well. So,
1: yeah, I think that, yeah. Would
0: be, that would be really good. I mean, yeah, again, I
1: don't know why they've not done it. If the, if that's the one that I was like, Disney, if you're listening, do Jamaica.
0: Definitely. No, that's amazing. <laughs> so that's your second choice, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. So I'll go in with my second choice now. So I am going for a country here that is just... I'm going for it because it is one of my favorite countries in the world. And I also think that the kind of area that's country and is very underrepresented within the World Showcase. So I'm going to go for Thailand. I would love to see a Thai uh-huh. video, And again, I think the Southeast Asia is just it's really not represented that well within the EPCOT um, World Showcase. Obviously, you know, we have. We do have Asian countries. We have China and we have the Japanese pavilion, but that's really it. We don't have kind of any of these Southeast Asian places. So none mm. of that culture is represented. My idea for this is really based around food. Thai food is one of my absolute favorites. I would love to have proper Thai a restaurant where you have you know your thai red curries your thai green curries again very very easy to make this vegetarian and can definitely get some healthy options in there as well pad thai things like that i would love to have kind of like a, a just again markets loads of markets in thailand and mm. a lot of color and vibrancy so i would love to have like a food market there as well where you could just go and try loads of weird different street foods um I mean yeah Thailand is famous for people eating all sorts of bugs and things like that as well so that would be something that you could definitely do maybe not have that specifically in Walt Disney World because I don't know how appealing that would be but you could definitely do versions of it and kind of make it okay. up in the way um hey that sounds
1: incredible and you know, i completely agree about thai food. and you know also you've got like you know on the markets so where they just cook it in the block in front of you yes. as well and like that's what that i was, I was going fresh.
0: for yeah you could literally have like a stall where yeah. you pick all your ingredients and it just gets made up <laughs> you have fresh noodles fresh rice dishes that sort of thing just cooked up in front of you i can just imagine the smell as you walk around the thai pavilion would just be absolutely incredible out of um, this world Yeah. The other thing I like about the idea of having a Thai pavilion is it's quite hard to tie any IP to it. The only thing that I can really think of that would be close would be Raya and the Last Dragon, um, which, you know, is set in the fictional country of Kamandra, which is based on elements of the whole of Southeast Asia. So Cambodia, Mm -hmm. Malaysia, lots of different places rather than one country itself. But I think they could probably, if Disney wanted to, they could probably shoehorn some Raya IP in there. Yeah, so That movie and I wasn't mean- that successful, so I don't know how well that would go down. But I kind of like the idea of, you know, I'm not one of these people that is anti having IP in Epcot. I think that it definitely has its place and I like seeing subtle little nods to it. So you could even do things like you could have a gift shop or a market stall where the costuming is similar to what we see in, in Raya and the Last Dragon, something like
1: yeah.
0: that. Um, Or even like the decor, you could have, you know, Sisu as a dragon decor on one of the buildings, something like that to kind of give it that little nod. You could have a Raya meet and greet if you wanted to rather than any specific attraction.
1: Yeah, and I think maybe this is a call for them as well to do more films with a South Asian influence because clearly like if there's one film we can think of between the two of us there's something missing there right. um but yeah I think that would be amazing and you know maybe it is kind of how they bring Raya out a bit more and Sisu's that kind of got that water dragon effect where they could do some really great animations on walls and stuff with that you know um they could even maybe have a parade with Sisu as um that comes through but yeah there's so much that you could do with that I mean even the beaches and stuff there and you know that once a year they have the glowing algae and things like that? Like they could do some really great things just with the culture and what you naturally get in Thailand. Like that's definitely, an amazing idea. Definitely. I'd, I'd, oh, I'd be so happy if they did that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I can even envision some kind of like water-based show. I'm kind of thinking like a World of Colour-esque style with water projections when yeah. they project like the water dragons onto it yeah. and just other elements of Thai culture um, just to make mm. it a bit more you know sort of cultural and educational so yeah
1: oh, that would be so amazing oh yes and yeah it could even tie in with like again if they had the aquarium like the sea life and that area is insane
0: so exactly oh my god that's an amazing idea that's yeah. such a good I mean, idea I, I think we've come up with three very good ideas so far between us so <laughs> I'm quite intrigued to know what your last suggestion is so this is a bit of
1: self-indulgence um but there's another area that i think is drastically missing in epcot and that's the middle east um and i'm half iraqi um so i'm actually not saying iraq i'm saying lebanon uh because most of the food and everything my you know my mum actually grew up in lebanon rather than iraq but um the food just because of the food i'm you know like you in my mind there's not much better i know that you're not the biggest uh Meze fan, but um, I know that Mercedes loves her for instance, and I just, I just think that the smells that you would get and the different, like, so many different options of meat, vegetarian, all of that, like, it genuinely caters for everybody, um, and I think you've just got such rich decor ideas. I mean, they obviously put it's Middle East, so they probably would tie in Aladdin with it somehow, or do something like that IP wise. But again, like there's just so much to give, and if you're showcasing the world, that's such a massive area of the world that's just not there. But there's so much to show. There's like the architecture if they were copying that. Like I think of the um oh god, is it the Chinese or the Japanese pavilion where they've got big um.
0: Architrave thing um the Japanese has the big um like I forget what it's called well that style of architecture is called um like the big kind of like tall building
1: yeah I'm so so ignorant of me but it's um I can't think what it's called either but I'm just thinking like in all these areas they've kind of copied little bits of architecture like the architecture is so grand and the colours are so bold, like you'd have all these golds and things coming through. You could have like belly dancers, and you know, like it's a shame because obviously Esmeralda isn't based on an Arab, but she's kind of more, you know, like her dance style and everything is
0: so in there. Um, and, you and know, I'm, sure, just so I'm much... sure Disney could shoehorn her in there somehow. I probably could,
1: because <laughs> yeah, you could have like Esmeralda's belly dancing, but you know, like there's there's just so much culture there that can be given and you know, there's so much fun and vibrancy that I think it would almost be like, you know, the vibe of the steel drums and things, but the other side of it, where it's just like loud and cheering and getting everybody involved. Um, I mean, you could even like, the Greeks are similar with how we do it, you know, so you could just, it's that kind of like crowd involving thing of everybody is welcome, everybody eat together. Like this is a big, and I just think it's so special when, I see like again self-indulgence but when I see my family at big events and how it's so joyous and everybody just wants to eat and cheer and celebrate each other I think that'll be such like that's Disney right like why is that not there so yeah that's my final choice and it's um it's a slightly selfish choice because I just want to see my culture represented a little bit more but
0: oh no, I love that I mean Again, it's, as you say, the Middle East, very, very underrepresented um, within Disney as a whole. Um, It is an area that I'm quite ignorant about. I don't know an awful lot about. So I would love to see it in the World Showcase, purely for an educational purpose as well. So I can learn more about, you know, the culture, the lifestyle, the food, the architecture, as you mentioned. Um, And I love what you say about the family thing I had when we lived in Shanghai. We had a friend who was from the Middle East, and he got married to another one of our friends a few years ago. And we sadly couldn't go to the wedding. But I remember seeing photos and videos of their, their wedding celebrations. And honestly, it was literally out of this world. It was mental. I, like, I've never seen anything like it. Just the amount of people that came together to celebrate them. And I love that kind of family value that they hold so dear there. I think that's really, really yeah. important. And like you said... Very, very key to, to Disney as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I absolutely love that. Would you have any kind of like specific attraction or anything in terms of
1: merchandise? Um, So attraction wise, I actually really struggled with this because the only thing I could think of was like, you know, your stereotypical flying carpets and things like that. So I thought this would be kind of more of a crowd entertainment kind of thing. And I was thinking more kind of along the lines of um, where the Lion King shows on in Animal Kingdom, I think it is. Um, and where it kind of have you could have like just the street performers coming out or a theatre where there's like a whole cultural experience. Um, and, you know, almost like the old um, Buffalo Bills where you get food and a show. So I was thinking that would be kind of more of the way of it, where you just see some traditional dances and you get brought up for them and you have the belly dancer who goes past and does her, you know, veils dance and things. I mean, they might have to PC that up a bit more because I know that they had so many issues with Jasmine's old costuming, but I'm sure they could, you know, you don't have to be scantily clad to belly
0: dance. Um, I I feel like you can get away with a bit more in Epcot as well. So maybe that is something that they would be okay with paying a bit more. I don't know, allowing the sort of traditional clothing for belly dancing to come through in a version. Yeah,
1: yeah, I think so. You know, um, yeah, the Arabs can be quite prude. I hope nobody minds me saying and they're okay with it. So yeah, I, I just think it would just be such a, you know, kind shock to the system of just going through to this massive vibrant area that's just full of such bright colours and you know interesting sounds and again just the food the smell like the smell of the garlic and the lemon as it comes into all the food like yeah do it disney
0: do it definitely (laughs) no i i really like this again we've gone for something you've gone for something totally different here and something that we don't see enough of as i said in disney as a whole company um and I love the idea of having small street performers as well. I think that bit in Animal Kingdom, I can't remember what bit it is, what it, the actual name of it is. I think but it's when, I Is think it, what, it, it? yeah? But yeah. it is one of yeah, it is, you're right. Um but that is one of my favourite bits of that whole park because I just love the way that it's done and the way that it feels so I mean, I've not been to Africa, but the way it just feels so authentic, I just I love it. So yeah, I'd love to see something similar to that. Um, but a Middle Eastern version in Epcot um, and yeah. funny enough you mentioned Greece there and Greece wow. is my <laughs> final chosen country. Amazing. Um, and I've only been to to Greece once and I went to Zante on a girl's holiday many many years <laughs> ago so it's not really the, the pinnacle of the Greek way of life but again my choice for, for Greece is largely it is probably top of my bucket list in terms of countries that i do want to explore because of you know how beautiful it is and the greek islands and the culture Um, Mm. and again the food i just absolutely love greek food you know slovakia and oh it's just um tatsiki and what am i thinking of um that's the one i was going with halloumi there's so much that you could do i mean halloumi is obviously cypriot sorry for any cypriots but yeah (laughs) better things like that there's just so much that you you could do with it um, and I love the idea of having like a proper it being based around a proper Greek restaurant that is maybe kind of a quick dine um, in the day, and then it turns into like a table serve restaurant in the evening. Yeah, a bit of a premium experience. So what I would love to do is have it as you know proper table serve, proper Greek food going on, and then at the end you have the performance of you know the traditional plate smashing. And, yes, yeah, I think that that would be I went to a restaurant when I was in Greece and they did that and it was honestly one of my the most fun dining experiences I've ever been to and that does include all the Disney character dines as well I have to say yeah. just so so much fun so I would love oh, to something like that
1: I'm hoping there's an IP that immediately springs to mind for me when you say Greece so I'm hoping that you've gone
0: down the same route <laughs> of course yeah so obviously you can't mention Greece without thinking about Hercules as well so we have to tie that in too somehow I was trying to rack my brains of a Hercules-based ride because I think so far with my countries and, you know, we think about, about Epcot and the different pavilions that they have there and they don't all have rides in the traditional sense. You know, I'm thinking about something like Canada. Canada they just have that old Canada um, experience that that you go mm-hmm. into. They don't all have rides or shows necessarily. Um, but I feel like I've gone quite subtle on my attractions with the other two. So I really wanted to come up with a ride for Greece and I really struggled with, um, coming up with something that was Hercules-based. I mean, I would definitely love to have a big area where you could go and learn about Greek mythology. Um, so there'd definitely be an educational side to it as well. Um, but yeah, in terms of an actual attraction, I really kind of struggled with this. I don't know if anything springs to your mind, Laura. A couple of things. I mean, what, what was your idea? Um, well, just it was just based around Greek mythology and you would just kind of go yeah. and it would be like, a, again, a very interactive thing um with lots of screens and you could kind of select different um different gods and then you would learn all about them and things like that Um I love that. you'd have that then kind of yeah to the characters that we get from hercules
1: yeah i mean i guess you'd have to be careful because the original stories of hercules are actually quite dark and i guess when kids are involved they had to but yeah that's one thing that when you say about mythology I think about the old um, Ellen ride with the dinosaurs or figment and I think about like traveling through so you could maybe like be on Pegasus and then travel through all of these different myths and like see the different stories come to life in front of you but a Disney. what you're suggesting almost reminds me of like a spaceship earth type attraction yeah yeah but more fun and more educational like the ellen one i really love because like the dinosaur like, you go through and the dinosaurs are actually there and you know see so i think you could have that and maybe you could have like danny devito giving you the tour um it's so obviously he's phil in hercules but the other one i thought of was um again kind of using new technology um and i'm thinking star wars with the lightsabers but hercules with his sword and you could fight the hydra
0: Mm, that would be. Um, and
1: I thought it could be a thing of like challenge of how many hydras, but again, a bit dark, but how many hydras can you behead in yeah. a certain amount of time? Or, you know, like you could you could play being Hercules. you could do like archery challenges and different things, or you could like you could go through Phil's training camp.
0: Um, but a virtual mm-hmm. version of Phil's that training That would be great, actually. Like that almost reminds me of um, I can never remember what it's called, but in Shanghai Disney, they have like this kind of a salt course where it's like high ropes kind of like a go ape type thing um yeah I can almost imagine something not not like that in terms of you know like climbing up rocks and around waterfalls and things like that but almost in the same vein something that you kind of do yourself um Mm. that takes you through yeah kind of like your paces of training um led by phil yeah Yeah.
1: that would be amazing but yeah anything like that the restaurant could be um that um won't say i'm in love scene yes um so they could make that fountain and like have photo opportunities there um and you could have you know how you get like the chocolate honey pots that they sometimes do you could have the chocolate greek pots that desserts are served in
0: yeah i really like the idea of that i just think that greek architecture as well with you know the columns and I'm thinking of somewhere that is really picturesque like Santorini where you could have you know it would be all kind of white buildings you could even have like a little walkthrough area where it is kind of just based on Santorini with you know your typical pink flowers that you think of and a blue backdrop and lots of different little stores and shops selling various bits and bobs um yeah I just I think they're really missing a trick here again
1: I agree like again crossover but think Mamma Mia Like you know um, our friend Steph would uh, absolutely die for that.
0: So absolutely. You know, <laughs> I know when I was thinking of this I did really think of her because I know that she does love Mamma Mia she had a Mamma Mia yeah. party didn't she so yeah she was <laughs> yes, in she my did. mind when I was creating this and we love something that that does have a crossover as well so cool yeah, um, yeah. you've come up with a really good bunch of countries there. I just think we should be imagineers, Tash. I mean, there are many times that I think that Mercedes and I on this podcast come up with great <laughs> ideas that I do not know how Disney have. No one thought of it. I mean yeah. another I think really obvious idea which I kind of didn't do because I think it's so obvious and I wondered if you would have it would be Columbia Columbia and you could have a whole Encanto themed yeah. like why don't we see yeah. that?
1: Yeah, I I think I have a feeling we're going to see that. I think they've made announcements about making like the um, magical house, haven't they? Right. Stuff. Exactly. So yeah, so, yeah. I I, I, cool. I agree. I thought of that too
0: because I also oh, thought
1: actually in Colombia you've got um. I'm pretty sure is it Venezuela that Paradise Falls is in? Yeah. So that that whole like South America area again like you're missing tricks there, isn't it? Yeah.
0: Very very <laughs> underrepresented. You know, like there's no. Brazil or Chile or anything like that so yeah there is definitely when you think about the world showcase it is very western based obviously you know we have Japan we have China but we've got so many European countries in there obviously we've got America we've got Canada there's no Australia for example there's no New Zealand like there's so much
1: yeah yeah and there's so much I mean like the animal I mean Australia New Zealand should be I, I I know there's some bits of it in there but like, the uh, the culture and the animal life, the animal life, you know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> like, again, they're missing a trick, but it's all these, because Epcot's meant to be the educational side of things, right? And there's all these things that just aren't represented there. And then when I was thinking about this, I'm like, there's so many more than 11 countries. Absolutely, yeah. No, it's very- fairly less than 11 continents, you know? Yeah. like
0: yeah. So- I know, definitely. Yeah, there's definitely some issues there, I think, with Epcot, as much as I do love it. So- yeah, this has been really fun today. So, Laura, thank you yeah, so thank much you. for suggesting this and for coming and co-hosting with me today. Anytime. Anytime um, you do run a Disney Instagram page, don't you? So, I do for a Disney Instagram
1: page. I mean, I, I, I'll be posting from my um, trip in September for sure, but I'm not been very good at updating it recently. But it's um, princess underscore and underscore the underscore dogs. Um, so princess and the dogs, you can find me on there and uh yeah I will um, be doing story updates and everything with Oogie Boogie and I'm sure I'll catch up with you guys when I'm back anyway to let you know
0: how it was absolutely yeah I think we'll definitely have to get you on to do a little uh, review for our Halloween episode because I think this is our our fourth Halloween or our fifth Halloween and you know there's only, there's only so much Halloween content you can talk about so <laughs> always after. <laughs> Yeah, of course. Of course. I'd be more than happy to. so uh, lovely to speak
1: to everybody and lovely to do this. Thank you for asking me. It's uh, an honour.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much, Laura. So a huge, huge thank you once again to Laura for helping me with today's episode. It's always much nicer doing this with a friend or a co-host. So thank you very much, Laura, for stepping in the shoes of Mercedes this week. And that concludes today's episode. I do hope that you enjoyed it. As always, if you do want to reach out to us on social media, you can find us on Instagram at Chat Disney or Twitter at Chat Disney UK. And please feel free to get in touch and let us know if there is any ideas that you have for us in the future, if there is any questions that you have for Mercedes while she is on her Chat Disney maternity leave. I will pass them on. Um, but for now, that is all, and I will see you same time, same place next week. Bye for now. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye.
1: Thank you. Goodbye.